Hi, my name's Sophie Medlin. I'm the Head of Nutrition Research at Heights, and I'm back to share my thoughts and the research on how nutrition impacts creativity. In this episode, I'll be discussing how what we eat impacts us mentally as well as physically. The relationship between food, mood and mental performance is bi-directional, meaning that our mood affects what we eat and what we eat affects our mood and mental performance. For a long time, researchers have noted that people who suffer with depression and anxiety are more likely to have vitamin and mineral deficiencies. It remains something of a mystery whether mood disorders change our diet, which they generally do, or if the dietary changes pre-existing the mood disorders cause the deficiencies and ultimately the diagnosis. For example, we know that depression and anxiety are common in people who cut out food groups, those who are on a low income, and those who live in institutionalised settings, all of which can restrict the quality of our diet, which ultimately leads to deficiencies. When we think about the role that nutrition plays in the production of neurotransmitters, such as serotonin and dopamine, we can see how low levels of key nutrients can lead to changes in our mood, which when chronic and undetected, could slip into mental illness. For example, B vitamins are essential for serotonin and melatonin production, and vitamin C, which we can quickly deplete when we reduce fresh fruit and vegetable intake, is essential for the production of dopamine. Either way, whether it's the deficiency chicken or the mood egg, the fact remains that those who have mood disorders are often deficient in key nutrients, and studies show that there are benefits to supplementation of B vitamins and omegas alongside medical treatment for these conditions. For those of us who don't live with mental illness or mood disorders, I think we can all identify that when we're extra stressed and under pressure, our diet can slip into something that looks less and less like a diet that's ultimately going to support our brain health. We generally start reaching for convenience foods and takeaways and find it harder to prioritise healthier eating habits, exercise and mindfulness. It's easy when you think about it to see how this can easily slip into a space where we become nutritionally deficient and we can end up having far worse problems with our mental health. When we're thinking about mental performance, we often think about people who are using their brain to solve equations or take over the world, but using our brains for creativity requires us to access a completely different mental space. This can be blocked very easily by minor dietary and lifestyle habits and by the increasing stress and pressure of maintaining a career in creativity. On a personal level, I really noticed that my inspiration for creating social media content, for example, is hugely hampered by me being stressed or unhappy. Fortunately for me, my career doesn't depend on Instagram likes. Similarly, we know that when we use caffeine, it can really help with completing robot jobs like inputting data, but it can cause us to be more rigid in our thinking and less creative. Additionally, hydration plays a big role in our mental performance, with just minor fluctuations in hydration and electrolyte status having a big impact on our mental state. In the longer term, the less healthy dietary patterns we can adopt when our mental state isn't optimal also lead to changes in our gut bacteria. Good gut bacteria produce hundreds of neurochemicals that the brain uses to regulate basic physiological processes, as well as mental processes such as learning, memory and mood. For example, gut bacteria manufacture about 95% of the body's supply of serotonin. This influences both mood and GI activity. That means that the slippery slope from stress or low mood into depression and anxiety is even more slippery once we start neglecting our colonic friends. So the moral of the story is, if you want to keep your brain health in the best shape to optimise your creative powers, we need to be doing everything we can to make sure our diet doesn't slip too far away from what we know to be healthy. A great start is to write yourself some dietary non-negotiables, so you're always getting the basics right. That might mean having fruit with breakfast, two veg at lunch and two veg in the evening, drinking enough water, snacking on nuts. It really doesn't have to be hard. It's also a really great idea to write down the lifestyle factors that have led up to you having a really optimally creative or productive day. 
For example, did you exercise in the morning? What did you eat? How much caffeine, etc.? This will help you to find the perfect recipe for finding your flow. Of course, if you're cutting out food groups or the pressures of your life are such that you're struggling to get the basics right, supplementation is definitely something to consider. So that's it for this episode. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Sophie Dietitian. Please check out our amazing reviews on Trustpilot and add one if you've had a great experience with heights. We want everyone to meet their mental potential. Thank you for listening and see you next time. Bye.